0: I wrote my little journal for 30 days, and here's what I found. I'm Chris Hine. Welcome to the China On Podcast. I appreciate you joining me here. I'm going to try to keep this one short and sweet tonight. Um, I want to talk to you about. I've been writing. I know that you probably hear people talk about writing as a form of therapy. And so I've always known it's helpful, but sometimes I forget to stick to it. So the past month, uh, I stuck to it for 30 days straight. I think I'm past that at this point. But I wanted to talk about the benefits of it because um, for a long time, I was on and off with writing and journaling. And if you actually can keep track of your thoughts in some sort of notebook, I use Evernote on my computer, one of these apps, it does help with a lot. So if you just want to speed read through this episode, the too long didn't read, I'll give you the benefits and then you can go fuck yourself. So some of the benefits off the bat, uh, mental clarity and definitely less mental fogginess, uh... Seeing patterns of thoughts that you have, um, seeing different aspects of goals and how you can reach them, Uh, definitely less hopelessness, Uh, repeating positive thoughts and then reinforcing some of the habits that come with it, building the muscle of consistency, and helping with sleep. So we can dive into some of the details on these. But if you wanted the Cliff Notes, that's the Cliff Notes version. Um, Really, the way that it helps me is it does help me get out of my own head. Or at least it um, it helps get the thoughts out of my head. So I have a little bit of space to process it. It doesn't necessarily make everything so perfect. And I wrote and then now I feel so much better. And I... And free of any of the bad thoughts or any of that stuff. What I'm realizing is that the bad thoughts and all these things, they never stop coming. The self-doubt, all this, they're never going to stop coming. But one of the ways that you, as I get older, I realize I have to mitigate that stuff. So... At a certain point, people just stop feeling bad for you. That oh man, you you are you got a lot of bad thoughts in your head. Like if you're young, people are like, oh, that's you know that's not that's not good. I feel bad for you. Once you hit thirty and you have a kid, and they're like, yeah, you gotta get you gotta t- get that taken care of. And uh, we don't really give a fuck. Just just move it along. So this is one of the ways that I help uh, mitigate some of that. Um, you know those self doubts, negative thoughts, things like that. And since this creates that space, the way I envision it is, um, sometimes when you get the in these thought patterns and these loops, um, you it it's almost it can almost feel like you're uh, in murky water. You're swimming. You're below the surface. You're kind of you're kind of drowning in it a little bit. And the more that you flail and the more that you try to move around, the more shit you kick up from the bottom and the murkier the water gets and that can feel pretty hopeless and you can really spin yourself into like an unnecessary <laughs> fucking tailspin with that um, but what writing allows me to do is it allows you to surface so you're still going to be swimming in the murky water but at least you can come up for air you can realize that oh i you know i can see what's going on i can pop my head up and try to look for land i think that you never actually get to land your whole life you just keep swimming and that's all part of it and that's fine it's actually i'm coming to realize that that's kind of okay you know that's how life goes it never stops there's always challenges all these things but if you can give yourself some of that distance It's really helpful because then you can process things. It's not to run away from the thoughts in your head. That's not what writing really helps with. But with that distance and a little perspective on it, you can realize that because you're not your thoughts, that you can change them, you can make adjustments and things like that. I probably should do a better job of going back and reading my own uh, entries and journals and things like that. I don't know. I don't like doing it. It's sh- probably something I should get over and just do it, but at the very least, it gets this stuff out of my head, so I don't have these spiraling thoughts. Um, with the patterns of thoughts, if you do go back and read some of them, you can start to see it. Like, I'll kind of glance through. Uh, I'll make a note in Evernote, and then you just put the day, write a bunch of stuff, whatever it might be, and then you can go back and start seeing those patterns. So, like, man, I kind of said the same thing over and over, or at least the same sentiment. And even if you don't go back and read it, you're going to realize that you're writing the same thing kind of over and over again. So you could start to get what's on your subconscious mind and start bringing it to the surface and then start processing it that way. Um, similar to when I was talking to Charles about the ketamine, it's that's more of like an instant blast into your subconscious and then pull that stuff out and churn it up. With this, it's more of a overtime, but it's a solid maintenance. I don't go to therapy. I don't talk to somebody about that kind of stuff. I just write, and that kind of solves that uh, for me. Um, One of the things I noticed too, is as I write about the same stuff, some of it's negative, but some of it's positive. And if I'm going for a goal, I can start to see different aspects of it. And I'll kind of type some of the same stuff same things about these goals over and over, but the more I do, the more I realize there's different avenues that I can take. And that's helpful because I can see it, uh, a little more clearly and it is a reinforcement of those habits. So if I want to achieve that goal and I consistently write about it and I consistently find new ways that I can get there, it's just helping me move closer and closer to that goal. Um, when it comes to, um, (laughs) mental clarity and less fog, we covered that, but when it comes to like hopelessness, part of, part of hopelessness that I've found is that you feel like there is no future outside of those negative thoughts. It's, um, it's a weird place to be. And if you don't distance yourself from those thoughts and you constantly identify with them and you think that you are those negative thoughts that you you do start to feel hopeless it kind of starts to get into the zone of like why do I keep doing this why do I keep going after this goal why do I keep doing that it's all not worth it you know i'm not necessarily talking about hopelessness in terms of like you're ready to kill yourself if you feel like you're ready to kill yourself like definitely go get some help I just mean like, you know, you kind of hit the, you have this repetitive cycle of wanting to hit goals and then you kind of fizzle out on them and you're like, eh, you know, whatever. It's fine. Eh, I don't need it. Like by writing and having that consistent pattern and having that distance and not getting caught up in these negative thoughts all the time, you can kind of see a path out. So for example, today, um, with work, I went on a work trip today and I realized, you know, as I was coming back, I was like, I actually didn't do this work trip as efficiently as I could. I definitely could have called people more in advance. I could have gotten more solid things booked. There's nothing inherently wrong with the day, but um, the prospect I was talking to, I'm actually glad that I got to meet him and talk to him. It's not going to be a good fit now, and I probably should have figured that out sooner, but... He's, he was a cool person and I think it'll be good to know in the future. And so like, I'm not, I don't regret doing it, but I wish I would have kind of known some of the stuff beforehand and, uh, just about the way they run. And then a couple of things had to cancel and shift over that's life. That's being in sales. That's how it goes. But if I structured it a little differently, I could have had a better day. And because I've been writing lately, rather than being like, you're a piece of shit because you didn't plan this out, what's wrong with you? You're a terrible salesperson. You're a terrible employee. You're wasting people's time and money. Wow, could you do that to people? It's more like, hey, uh, you know, you kind of messed up, but you know that you need to do something better next time. Uh Go talk to somebody about it. Go talk to your manager about it, whoever it might be, and talk through how you could do this differently. And then you don't dwell so much on, like, this is me. I'm a piece of shit. This is who I am. Let me internalize it. You can kind of realize, oh, okay, these thoughts coming in, I can process them. Let me move them towards something positive. And so that's been been a very helpful part. And when I don't write, I... I'll just find myself in a fog for a week and be like really down in the dumps. Like, what the hell am I doing? And it's like, oh, yeah, you didn't write. You haven't been writing. And also, if you don't exercise, that's a big part of it too. So like physically exercising your body definitely helps your brain, and then writing is like a mental exercise on that. So you got to keep the machine going, and you got to put it to use. It's like these boats or these planes... If you don't actually use them, it does more damage from just being stagnant than actually using it. Yes, you got to do maintenance. Yes, you'll have to shut it down for some major maintenance every once in a while. But so many things break when you don't use them. And uh, by not writing and having all of the shit, this gunk build up in the engine of your brain and not getting it out and flushing it out and keeping those pipes and those you know those like airways and (laughs) spaces for fuel all that stuff clear um it all builds up and then it causes problems elsewhere that you won't even know like you'll be irritated or grumpy or you know you'll take things out on other people that have no that no have no fucking relation to any of your issues and so it just helps keep that stuff clear i'll stop rambling on this um One of the other things too I forgot to put here is that it helps with spiraling thoughts. So it helps with spiraling thoughts when you go to sleep. I notice actually after writing every day for 30 days, I definitely sleep better because I don't have all of these thoughts and things on my mind constantly where you go to sleep and then you just keep thinking about something and then you keep thinking and then it loops. And then it loops and it loops and loops and you're laying there for 20 minutes and you then wake up and then you fall back asleep for 20 minutes but you're not really sleepy. And then you kind of wake back up and then you just get in these repetitive thought cycles. Super common um, if you're running your own business. I know I when it happened to me a ton when I was running my own business because there are so many things that you have to think about, account for. You never really shut off. So this might be useful for you. If you run a business or something where you are the person that's the main driver of it, it's primarily depending on you. Your brain is not going to shut off, and it's going to be really hard to go to sleep. So this can be a way to get some of that stuff out and give yourself some better sleep. Also, you can remember things that your wife tells you, like apparently circus people will piss all over their hands when they go on like a trapeze or something like that. If they get rope burn, people will piss all over their hands. And the way I found this out is because we're doing this uh, potty training and she's reading this potty training book and I guess the woman who wrote it used to be in uh, like the circus or something like that. And part of what she says is, hey, don't be squeamish about piss because it's uh, sterile and your kid is gonna put their hand your daughter's gonna put her hand in the piss and so don't be freaked out about that and the way that she assured you to not be freaked out about that is because carnival people will piss on each other's hands and she even knew one lady that would uh you know save up all of her piss for a whole week and take a piss bath and I don't know. Maybe that's prob maybe that's the best way to teach your kids how to actually get potty trained is is to sit them down in a piss bath and do that once a week. That might not be a bad way of training. So I think I think you know, I'll double check the book and see if that's what she was talking about, but <laughs> that's probably how they do it up in Sarasota with all those carnival people. <laughs> That's like first base for carnival people is a golden shower, I think. So, there's all kinds of benefits of writing for uh, a prolonged period of time. I'm right around the 30 day mark. I'm probably a little bit past it now because I'm fucking advanced. And so, like, and I'm super smart. So, that's also, that really helps too. Um, But if you want to actually go write, I was talking to a friend about this and she was like, "Well, I want to write, but I don't know what to write about. What what are I need a prompt?" You don't necessarily need a prompt. Just start. Write something, sit down, say like, "I'm going to write for 5 minutes," whether you type it out on your phone in the notes, whether you use Evernote like I do, get a Google Drive, uh, get a Word document, notes on your computer, however you want to do it, but just get those ideas out. Um I like Evernote because I can type it on the computer and then I can go to my phone, keep that note going. And that way if you're taking a shit or you're out on the road or you're somewhere where you don't have access to a computer or an iPad to type. Oh, Evernote has an iPad app. So if you get a little if you get a little keyboard, I don't have mine with me right now. But if you get a little keyboard, you can start typing on it. Ooh, it's so nice. And uh yeah, I was like in a coffee shop today. Type in a little bit. Type for like 10 minutes before a meeting. Blah, 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 blah. Felt real nice. So, highly recommend it. You don't need a prompt. Just start writing. Start putting out whatever's on your brain. It can be one sentence, go to the next paragraph, another sentence. It doesn't matter what your fucking English teacher told you in fifth grade that you need full paragraphs. You need at least four sentences in a paragraph, whatever it is. Write a single thought. Write five sentences. Write Fucking the next paragraph will be a sentence. And then the next paragraph, you might just hit something. And then you'll be writing for 30 minutes and you won't even know where the time went. And you'll feel a lot better. You will have a lot of stuff off your chest and it gives you room to process it. Don't run away from your thoughts, but give yourself the space to process it. I think that's all I got. Um, Yeah, I think I'm going to go piss all over myself and see if that actually heightens some of uh some of these benefits that we talked about so let's do it thanks everybody oh and also if you want to reach out to us and let us know um about any results that you've seen from doing this or if you have any interesting stories about uh pissing on yourself or others or getting pissed on um I guess you could send that to the pod inbox, www.podinbox.com slash China on the note. The link is in the show notes below. Uh, Yeah, actually, you know what? If you got, if you've been, if you got a piss bath story, let's hear it. You can leave a voicemail there, or if you want to remain anonymous and just send a a text in and uh, you want me to read it, I'll, uh, I will read that and share that with the listeners. So, why not? Thank you, everybody. Toodaloo.